Welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast with Danielle and Kirsten, who are best friends and active members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is not an official podcast of the Church. This is a safe place for sisters to gather through conversations to draw closer to Christ. Hey everybody, it's Kirsten Kirschbaum here. Welcome to the Sisters in Zion podcast. I'm here with my best friend in the world. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> hey Danielle, super excited to be on this with you today and really share something that is, it's really woven into a revelation, a personal revelation that I'm currently receiving. So I want to just start recording. Of course, this is how this always goes down with us. Danielle and I are having these profound conversations and then all of a sudden she's like, wait, stop. We should record this. <laughs> so we want to share. We want to share our deepest insights with you from really the moment that they're happening. And this is what's going on with me right now. So I, um, I don't always fast on Fast Sunday, okay? Confession. I don't always do it on the exact day that's appointed. It's okay. I feel okay about that. I, I feel good. Um, I, I had a big group at my house on fast Sunday. And so it just wasn't a good time for me to really do a, a purposeful fast. So I'm fasting today. And yesterday morning, I was doing my PPM, right? Pray, ponder, and meditate, um, laying on my special, I have this beautiful biomat that I'm in love with. I just want to lay on it all the time. It's made of amethyst crystals and it's got infrared light. And I just get like so charged up. On it. So I was reading my scriptures on my mat, which was wonderful, and just really studying. I'm studying in Mosiah right now, and the thought came to me that it was time for me to fast. And I felt excited about it. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'm ready for a fast. I can do that. So this is Saturday. This is yesterday. And I thought about what I could fast for. And you know, I'm a very like in my head kind of person. I'm a very logical, mental, like kind of thing. I don't always lead with my heart, which, you know, it's not entirely true, but I just feel like I get in my head about stuff like big time. Right. So I was in my head about it and I was sharing with heavenly father that one of the things that I have felt inspired to do for years, I have felt like I wanted to have this new brand, this new business, and it's called Power Mom Empire. And I have so many thoughts about, I want to write a book and I want to have a a, a different podcast and, and all kinds of different things, right? And I never really take action on it. Like I just kind of think I should do it, but then I never really do. And it's interesting to go throughout your day and your life and pay attention to what you actually feel inspired to do. So in my head, I think I should be working on power mom stuff. And I am. It doesn't really like, I don't know. I never feel like I get like the traction with it. And so as I was praying about what to fast for, I said to heavenly father, I I, I'm annoying myself. I know how to build a business. I know how to do this. I need to take more action. And I was laying there and I was praying about about what to fast for. And the word action came to my mind. And I was kind of like, okay, I definitely made that up. (laughs) That was definitely me. Okay. I know that one was me. So I, I kind of tried to erase that word from my head and, you know, lay there and really go into a deeper meditation and prayer. And I was like, really, whatever you tell me to fast for, Heavenly Father, I will. And the word action came back again. And I was like, 
okay, it's action. I kept trying to get away from it. You guys ever do that when you're praying? You're like dodging it. You're like, no, I'm going to go over here. I'm sure this is just me. I'm going to get away from it and go to the true spirit. And it's like, I go to this place and there's action again. I'm like, okay, it's action. Okay, fine. Yes, it's action. Thank you so much. So I ended the prayer and I, I said to my husband, I think we should fast. And, and we were talking about what we could fast for. And this time it was a deeper discussion. We, we, it took us probably, you know, 30 minutes really of just talking about our life and all the things that we're grateful for. And really what came from the spirit this time, uh, the word action, I do believe came to me in prayer. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure where it fit in though. So this time, as I was talking to Kyle, we were talking about it and, and from the spirit, like in my heart, I knew, and I felt an immense amount of gratitude for the restoration of blessings that have come to us. So I got to give you a little background um, on us. Almost um, about seven and a half years ago, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Oh my gosh. It's almost February. Eight years ago. Whoa. Eight years ago. Um, we had a business. Uh, my husband had a really successful online marketing business and we lost that business and it was tragic. It was by far, I hope I never have to go through anything that hard. Like it was the hardest thing. We were sued by the FTC actually, and they don't ask questions. They take your money and ruin your life. And then they tell you to defend yourself. And you're like, what? Like it was awful. So I'm not going to go too much into that. It was the hardest, most gut-wrenching thing ever. I was pregnant with my third child and I just felt completely helpless and would just cry in my closet for like, I mean, they actually did cease your bank accounts. Yes. Everything was gone. Yep. Yeah. It was like, I woke up the next morning. And it's like, bye-bye. No more money. Everything's gone. All credit cards shut down. Everything. It was, it was like a movie. A nightmare. Okay? It was a nightmare. Crazy. I cannot believe that that would happen in this country. Like to this day, it has completely changed everything I believe about my own empowerment and like what I'm meant to do and who I cannot rely on and who I cannot trust. And all these things were there now, eight years later, I, I can 100% see God's hand in it. So I'm okay. Like it's all good. But at the time in the midst of that, it was the worst. And we had, you know, money in the bank and, you know, doing really well. And Kyle at the time received a blessing from his father it was a really beautiful blessing. And I remember a few of the things, one of them was he was given a gift to be able to speak truth in a way that would uh, like people would know that he was speaking truth. And it was really amazing. So as he went through the trial and all these different things, you know, the truth came out. Um, the FTC doesn't really care about truth. Unfortunately, they care about money, but anyway, we know like with our own integrity and with the people that were around us, that there was truth spoken and that we are you know, absolved from any wrongdoing or anything like that. But um, he also spoke to Kyle, his father spoke to him about the restoration of all things back to him. So that was his blessing eight years ago. So just recently, um, his parents were in town. And, you know, when I, I live with Kyle and I ask him for blessings often, actually. And I, I love that you I live have with that. your husband. You live with Kyle. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> nice kidding. that we get to live together? I know. Right? It was Thank just you. cute how you said it. <laughs> so good. I live with Kyle. And no. So I ask him for blessings and he blesses me. And he doesn't get that opportunity as much, you know, like, he'd have to go seek out a home teacher, which he could, but it's not as readily available, um, you know, for everyone. I realize that's a beautiful blessing that I have. And so his father's in town. And so I said to him, Hey, 
you should ask your father for a blessing. And of course he was like, oh yeah, you're right. That would be amazing. So he sits down and his dad is about to place his hands on his head. And all of a sudden Kyle said, dad, do you remember the last time you gave me a, a blessing? And his dad actually didn't remember, um, but Kyle did. And um, another little piece to this story is we just sold our home in Las Vegas. Um, it was our dream home. It was the home that like drove me to do like all the business building that I did in the beginning and like just wanting to be in this home so bad. And that's a whole other story, but we just sold this home. We felt really, really good about letting it go. That's where all of our children, you know, were, were born when they came home from the hospital. That's, you know, it's like, it was a really special place for us and we let it go. And we just received, you know, a check from the escrow company and it was like almost the exact amount that we had lost when we were sued eight years ago. And so as Kyle was about to receive this blessing from his father, this new blessing from his father, he realized that that blessing of all things will be restored to you was fulfilled. And it was just amazing. It was just the most beautiful thing. And I know you've had blessings like that too, right? Danielle, I remember you sharing a few of those moments that you had as well. Yes, absolutely. Like some of those blessings that you, like sometimes um, I'll get a blessing and I'm like, I don't really understand. Why would you say that? <laughs> and then like, and then it happens and things come to pass from it. And I, and I'm not, I have a, you know, a few scenarios, but they're like a whole nother story. So we'll go into those another time, but um, some, yeah, pretty cool how I, you know, there's a scripture that talks about that the Lord, you know, basically he remembers every word he says and that he, every, nothing is impossible for him. Absolutely. Thank you for that. So really, I just felt like I was talking too much. So I needed to just give you, I'm like, do you want to say something? Cause I'm just going to talk this whole episode anyway. So thank and I'm you like, no, answer. I'm into the story. I'm loving it. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. I do that with you too. Sometimes when you like, give me a second to talk and I'm like, no, keep going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. Okay. So there's that, there's that blessing that Kyle just received. So, um, on a previous episode, Danielle, we talked a lot about hearing the voice of our savior and really paying attention to when these messages come directly from our savior and recognizing that it is him speaking to us. So I had a moment one time where I had received a blessing from Kyle fairly recently, I say in the last few months. And in this blessing, he was saying words, and I, I, I don't remember exactly what the words were, but I had this vision. And in this vision, the Lord was playing basketball. <laughs> and I, it was like the clearest thing. And he's like, my cool older brother was like shooting hoops. And he's just awesome, you know? And I'm just watching the Lord and I'm like, wow why are you doing that? Like <laughs> it was significant and I did not know why. So this is, so, it's so personal, you guys. Like, I don't even know if I can go into like everything that this means for me right now, because I, I'm afraid of like everything that it means. But so it's not interesting. Fear. Why would I say fear? Yeah, that's, that's from Satan. Oh, look how I recognize that. Okay. That's from Satan. So, um, this past summer, 
we were traveling around and we, we were invited to come over to, um, we were with our friends and they wanted to go visit their sister. Okay. So they're like, Hey, we're in Idaho. Let's go visit our sister. And this sister has a beautiful home. She has this, this barn that's converted into this beautiful basketball court. And anyway, so that happened. Okay. So we're playing basketball in this barn in the summer. So fast forward, you know, um, a, a couple months later and I received this blessing and the Lord is playing basketball and I did not connect the dots at all. Okay. So there's something else significant about this house, um, in Idaho and this woman whose house we were at, she had just adopted two little girls and I thought that was cool. Like that's good for her. I mean, I have five boys, so I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm good on the kid front. <laughs> um, and then I had this moment, I'm jumping all over because you know, when the spirit speaks to you and you're just like, okay, this is, this is significant and this is significant. But, um, my point is this, when the spirit speaks to you and starts, it's, it's like a paintbrush and like the, the spirit is painting this image and, and he's bringing these things like to your remembrance and bringing significance. So here I am receiving a blessing from Kyle and I see the Lord playing basketball and it took me a little while, but I eventually through the spirit brought it back to this moment in Idaho when I met this woman for the first time, never talked to her since, but I met this woman who showed me that it's possible to have daughters in this way. Right. And of course I'm like, Holy crap, we are, we have a full house. Like we're not adopting any babies, you know, and I didn't really feel like I needed to do that right now or anything. In fact, I didn't feel like I needed to take any action. In fact, the spirit said to me as, as it witnessed to me of the possibility of maybe the next phase of my life, the spirit specifically said to me, you don't need to take any action. There's no action required of you right now. Don't do anything. Cause he, I think he knows how I am. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to do this and this and this. And it's like, it's like you shared with me that one time your, your friend's dad, who's like, has to change the light bulb immediately. Like if there, if, even if you're about to say a prayer on the food that, you know, Oh, there's a light bulb that needs to be changed. Let me go do that. Then we can say the prayer. Right. So, um, anyways, I'm caught, like I said, I'm all over, but I felt the spirit say to me in that blessing, you don't need to take any action. Right. So now fast forward to today when I was laying on my special mat and received the word action. And I thought that the word action related to my new like business brand online thing that I want to do. And maybe it can, you know, maybe it can be part of that too, but I didn't feel the spiritual confirmation of it until I related it back really to like the last time that I felt the Savior speaking directly to me about something really important. I believe the Savior speaks to me a lot and we have a good relationship and you know all those things, but there's something very significant that the Savior is weaving and painting into my life. They say the fabric of your life, right? Like you can sense like the woven fibers and the things that come together that are solid and meant to be there. And I, I guess what I'm doing is I'm sharing with you guys the journey that I'm on that I don't fully know exactly everything, but I am witnessing the manifestation of something really beautiful that is being woven and kind of the step by step. I feel like a lot of times when we hear people speak about some big significant thing that happened in their life, 
They don't tell like all the little details of when they were confused and how it looked in the moment, right? It's like now that it's over, you can look back with 2020 vision and go, oh yeah, that's exactly what that was. What I'm saying right now is I don't know exactly what this is, but I do know that the spirit is speaking to me through blessings and through visions and through manifestations of his spirit that are undeniable. And I'm excited to have that relationship with him that I can see how it all comes yeah. together. You know, there's a couple of things you said. One is when you were thinking that the action. So again, I think it's good that we question, right? You, you're, you're asking, you're in PPM mode, right? Where you're praying and pondering and meditating and just really seeking some, some answers and the word action comes. And then, so you start pondering, okay, well then action probably means I should do my, you know, this, even you're not feeling inspired to do it right now. And so, so it's interesting that you're not feeling inspired to do it, but you're saying should. So you're shooting all over yourself because, because you're, but you're not thinking. I hate shooting. Oh, no, but that's worse. what I'm saying. If you were meant to do it, you'd feel inspired and you weren't. And that's okay. But it's just you're, you're on the journey of figuring it out. So you're like, okay, I should do that. And then the next day, which is a little bit more hindsight, you have this, you know, with these blessings and this memory of having that blessing of seeing the Savior playing basketball, which later was connected to this place where you had kids playing basketball with this lady who had children. She had, you know, girls that she had adopted. And then bring, and then you getting the answer not to take action at that time. The light bulb doesn't need to be changed right now. Just keep going. <laughs> and then today getting the word action and tying it all back in. I love how you use painting a picture because it really is. It's like, like a puzzle piece because I don't paint at all. I have ugly stick figures whenever I try to draw those. So puzzle piece right? Putting these puzzle pieces together. And some, that's how he speaks. Sometimes it's just like, boom, you know, I know exactly what to do, but you're right. We don't always, we maybe know exactly what to do in that moment because it's been led up the whole piece. It was just the last piece of the puzzle. And you're like, Oh, now I get what it means. And so it's interesting to see that and how, and I don't, if you feel like sharing it, but, um, cause I'm going to preface it for you. <laughs> when we were in, um, that conference, um, in September, and you guys had a very significant, both you and Kyle had a very significant answer that ties back into this action that you're talking about. Yeah, I purposely didn't bring it up because I'm so, <laughs> I'm so, I'm terrified of it. I don't even like, terrified is a strong word. I, I, I'm being dramatic, but yeah. So Kyle and I, so beyond this, this was after the blessing he gave me where I saw the Savior playing basketball and, and finally everything came together at this conference that we were sitting at together. Uh, it was a work conference, but um, we both received the same vision and it was very clear um, about what was meant for our family and where we could go with that. And um, we're still figuring it out. So I feel like it's just so sacred. I just don't even know how to share it right now, but I'm sure it'll come out. Um, but there was um, something, okay, so but then there was something that I knew for sure that I, that I was supposed to do next. So even in that time, Kyle and I both, we felt we said a prayer together after we had received this manifestation from the Spirit. We said a prayer together and just confirmed that that was from the Lord. And we both were in tears. Like we knew it was right. And 
from that point forward, I, of course, I'm like, I'm very futuristic. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, what should I do next? And that was like, the spirit again was like, nope, you don't need to do anything. I've got it. I've got everything under control. You don't need to do anything. You do not need to take action. The only thing I, well, there was one thing, excuse me. There's one thing and it was very simple. And for us, it was to connect with the, there's a foundation that we became very like close to um, within our business. We do a lot of fundraising and donations and a awareness around child sex trafficking. It's a huge problem. It's a huge, disgusting problem that we can't even like go into on this whole episode, but we felt very connected to raise like as much funds as we possibly could to this Rafa house organization. Rafa house means healing house. And they actually, once the children are rescued from this sex trafficking um, arena, they are taken some of them to these Rafa houses and they get to heal. There's one in Cambodia, uh, Thailand and Haiti. And we felt the next step, the only thing we needed to do was to raise money for the Rafa house in Haiti. And that's what we did. So that was, um, that was, let's see, that was like three months ago. And I have not felt at all like there's anything else I'm supposed to do until now. And now the word action is in my head, but I don't know what the action is. So stay tuned to find out what other action I'm supposed to take, I guess. But more importantly, this podcast is, it's about you, you know, it's about you and what manifestations you're receiving. I'm taking you through this conversation so that you can see my heart. You can see where I'm at and what I'm praying about and what I'm confused about and how I'm trusting the Lord to really paint the whole picture and put the whole puzzle together. As I receive those little bits, I will take that action. And I, I think that's where most of you are at as well. You know, you don't know everything. You don't know all the action you're going to take, but you do know that the Lord has you safely in his hands. You are part of the bigger picture, literally like this, this painting that he is painting of your life. And you will know the action that you're supposed to take and, and then you take it and it's like line upon line, right? You always hear that. Sometimes I think line upon line is a cheesy saying it kind of, I don't know. I'm like, like that movie Saturday's warrior with it. They're singing the song, like line upon line. <laughs> I don't anyway, remember that one, it's but cheesy. it's from the eighties. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, in the, the whole purpose of life is this learning journey. And so as you're getting these little bits of revelation and, and images and visions and, and it's painting this picture and, and even you thinking, Oh, well, I should do this. And maybe, and, and maybe you do try that. And then you realize, okay, that wasn't it. And that's okay. Right. I mean, that's the whole journey is what is inspired. And he, he, I really feel, you know, judgment when we, we, I think when we judge ourselves, it's, it's very, it's very damaging. It's really comes from us or Satan. It's not, it's not at all from the savior. He does not judge us. In fact, when we cast judgment on others, it's, it's about us. It's an insecurity in us. And so we cast judgment, even if we think we're right in casting. And I'm not saying like judging righteously in the sense of like, okay, this is not going to be a good place for me to be because the spirit's going to leave. You know, I'm not saying like the, the righteous judgment. I'm just saying like critical criticism type judgment. When we cast judgment on another, it's, a, it's really about an inner insecurity about ourselves. And it takes power from us when we judge other people. So when we judge ourselves, it's taking massive amounts of 
you know, power and, um, you know, faith is a power. It takes faith from us. And so I like that, you know, I think this, if anything, just hearing Kirsten's journey with all of these, you know, answers that she's putting together, I think it's really profound to see how each of us get answers. Like we're not really sure what they mean. And so you just give it a whirl, you give it a try. Great. And if it wasn't the right thing, okay, you learned is, and I feel like sometimes he purposely gives us just enough to, so we can try. And so we can learn. He allows evil spirits to be exposed to us just enough so we can learn. We each have different gifts and he's really helping develop those talents. He's helping us develop those, those gifts, the gift of, you know, discernment to all these other gifts that we have. And by giving us just what we need so that we can develop it, if we just had the whole answer, I mean, it's like taking a test, at, you know, at a university, right? It's always talk about life as a university. If we just had the answers to a test, what the heck did we learn? <laughs> Mike, yeah. yeah. Question number one is um, option D, D, you know, you didn't learn anything. Yeah. I wonder, and I don't know, I don't proclaim to know the character of God or his emotions or anything, but I wonder if that's difficult for him to allow his children to be influenced by evil spirits. Like, can you imagine like you just knowingly, you're like, okay, I, I am going to let you be influenced by this spirit just enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it's got, got, for me as like a human parent, I just feel like I want to cringe thinking, I mean, I just took my children out of a school because I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that environment is not, that's not happening. You're not thriving there. You're not becoming who you're meant to be there. You know what I mean? So anyway, I know there's certain situations that we aren't in or we are in, but, but I just feel like as our heavenly father, wow, he really lets us experience, you know, little bits of that. And I wonder like, you know, he has a broader view of things and all that, but we're like his little babies. Yeah. And he still has emotions. I mean, yeah. think Joseph Smith's experience before he had the vision. I mean, God was literally coming down and to be in his presence. And he allowed Joseph Smith to be um, physically feel bound by Satan for a minute and yeah. felt like he was dying. And again, it was, yeah. uh, there's such a lesson and maybe it, it was a lesson for Joseph, but I mean, it's a lesson for all of us. Like, and anytime that like, I have had something that is so right in fact, it's also, it's helped me re remembering Joseph Smith's experience because I'm like, if it wasn't right, I wouldn't be having all this opposition. And it's interesting. It's actually strengthened my testimony in certain things in my mm -hmm. life because of Satan attacking it. And I, I you know, it's mm -hmm. just like a parent. I'm not a parent. So as Kirsten, I'm imagining you as a parent and your child wants to do something so, you know, bad, let's just say. And you know that it's not the right path for them to go down, but you know if they go that they'll figure it out, right? I mean, I don't even know what you know example to use, but but you just at some point you're like, I need I need you to know that you need your shoes on if you're gonna walk on glass. Like you you're gonna get cut, and they're just like, I want my shoes on. And you're like, okay. Yeah, I am. I'm not a helicopter parent. So I actually let my children experience a lot of things like that. You know, others would never, <laughs> I, I would say, um, within reason, you do create scenarios for your children to learn like that for sure. Yeah. And you hope that they learn the lesson with like the kind of the boundary one, you know, where it's like not major consequences, you know, but, um, you really, 
yeah, I don't know if you always get to control. And, and I think Heavenly Father, because he has such a broad view of life and our spirits and our path that he knows, he knows that we'll come back to him and that we will find our way back. And he loves us through this journey of figuring things out and really just paying attention to that paintbrush of life and, and trusting that it's all going to make sense and asking for more. I believe fasting is a, we've talked, we've done whole episodes on fasting. I believe fasting is a way to slough off the residue and dullness that our body feels um, that, that makes it more difficult to feel the spirit um, and to see those manifestations come into your life more quickly. I'm speaking that from experience right now because I am fasting and I'm having the most like elevated experience with the spirit right now. It's been amazing. So it's beautiful. Thank you for listening to my story. Um, it means a lot. And thank you for listening to it without judgment or question and just being there, you know, um, it's very vulnerable and special to share it. So yeah, thanks for sharing. Thanks everybody for being on. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on the sisters in Zion podcast. Music is compliments of Marshall McDonald and can be found on his Sunday Best album. You can share this podcast with others through your podcast app or Podbean website. Join us next week for more experiences, enlightenment, and conversations to draw closer to Christ.